Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. My name is Kyle Beats. This is episode four of the video version of the podcast, and it's episode 42 of the total podcast. If you haven't checked out the audio version of this and you're watching the video version of this, make sure you check out the audio version of it because you can listen to it while you're driving or while you're blah, 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 while you're doing anything, whatever you do in your day. It's on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's everywhere. SoundCloud too. If you guys listen on SoundCloud, the audio version is lit. So today's video, today's episode, today's episode of the podcast is a Q&A type of podcast. For those of you who do listen to the video or who do listen to the audio version and have been listening, I used to do this thing called voice memo Q&A podcast where you guys would send me voice memos and I would answer questions and it was cool. It was crazy. Whenever I when I started hearing your guys' voices asking me questions, it really put like a personal touch to it that I've never had before cuz all I see is numbers i don't see it's an instagram accounts and and logos with your producer name as it or whatever so it was cool to see your to hear you guys voices but since we're doing a video version of this amazing podcast i decided yo we should use the instagram dm video thing i'll screen record it throw it up on the screen somewhere here and do the same thing so that's what i did and i actually got so many responses and i'm hyped and i just screen record all them all of them and they're great questions i already forget all every single question i was kind of just focusing on screen recording it but i will say before this gets started it's crazy dude this whole thing is so crazy like i just feel like i'm putting out videos on youtube and building numbers and like you're just seeing all these comments and dms and you're kind of just i hate to say it but you get kind of used to just seeing all the dms and stuff but when i see people's faces and people sending me that's why, I, that's why I always just repost when people are playing my song or listening to my podcast in their car or doing something like that because it's just, it's just so crazy, man. Like, I just think of myself the exact same way. It's crazy that you guys are all following me and uh, I don't know. It's crazy. But, yo, Kyle, this shit crazy. I got my iced coffee. I got my KB hats. Please go buy them because <laughs> I wasted so much money buying these things like a year and a half ago. I never promote them. So if you want a hat... A dad hat with my logo. It's literally the hat I wear every time I wear a hat. Um, so it's a fire hat and I just put my logo on it. Anyways, let's get into this podcast right now. Voice memo episode 2042. I'm going to have to edit this a little bit just because to make everything cleaner. This first question is from It's Just Fruit. It's just Freud. Here's his question. Hey, Kyle. So um, I wanted your opinion on one thing. Uh, what do you think of uploading beat tapes to Spotify uh, for streaming? Like trap stuff what do i think about uploading beats to spotify beat tapes i like beat tapes i personally like i like the idea of trying to um of course i'm putting out music like with my vocals on it but if you if you're strictly just trying to be a producer i really like the idea of trying to brand yourself brand yourself as much as possible like let people let people know who you are. It's just going to bring more value to you. And a good way of doing that is to put out a beat tape. Um, and with Spotify, I mean, with Spotify nowadays and, and all that stuff, you never know. Like maybe you might just blow up that way. Um, someone who does a really good job of that is, he doesn't really make trap beats, but is 
lakey. I mean, I guess he has some like 808s and trappy elements to him. Um, but he, he makes beats. He has a dope brand and he just puts out stuff on Spotify and it does really well and it gets into playlists. Like people will listen to beats on Spotify. I look at it more of a way to, to brand yourself. It's a great way to just brand yourself and just kind of separate yourself instead of just being like a producer. It just gives your brand, whatever your name is like more, it just brings more to your brand. So I, I like it. I like the idea. Next one is from DNZL Beats with Z. He said, don't judge the t-shirt. I'm lounging, bro. Here's the question. Hey, man. Um, my question to you is, if you had to pick one VST to have for basically the rest of your beat-making career, what would it be? So, like, Netflix, Omnisphere, Toxic Biohazard, I don't know. Sweet. Sweet. My initial instinct is to say Omnisphere, obviously, because that's, like, that's just the thing people are using right now. I've used Nexus for a while before that. And like the sound is more just coming from Omnisphere and like all that stuff. It depends because there's plugins like, I think it's Citrus on FL Studio. It's like FL Studio stock plugin. You can make anything from that plugin. It's not just synths. It's not just pianos or it's not just whatever. You can literally make 808s. You can make all sorts of stuff from that plugin. Honestly, I'd probably have to say Omnisphere though. Because if you had drum kits and all that stuff, like, yeah, I think I would... Right as of right now, I'd probably have to say Omnisphere. Shout out to Omnisphere. This next one is from underscore Blake dot zip. Here's his question. Yo, what's up, Kyle? My name is Blake, and uh, my question is: since you're always telling us to try something new and see what works, and see do something different, uh, my question is: how much of your stuff is planned, and how much of it is you just throwing stuff out and seeing what works? A lot of the stuff that I film, like a lot of my vlogs and all that stuff isn't really planned it depends if i like i think today for example i'm gonna film a beat making vlog just because i've the previous video as you're watching this was the one that me and gami did a collab the one before that was like a cinematic type of video where i was just making a beat with commentary over it there's been a lot of studio videos lately i kind of just want to film less of that and it's not really it's more just to just to keep everything fresh for me and for the people watching. Um, I kind of just go back and forth. But when I'm filming a video like I'm filming today, it's it's kind of just unplanned and just kind of vlogging the day. And then when I go down to make some music, film some of that stuff, I'll probably just make a beat just to make a beat and maybe work on a song, maybe work just work on some other stuff and just film it along the way. And um, I've just been filming videos for so long that you get a lot better at throwing it together. It's almost like when you get better at making beats. If if X rapper or whatever person was about to walk in the room or, and you needed a beat in like five minutes, if you built out the skills, you'd just be able to throw it together a lot better. That's how I feel about the vlogs is I can just film a bunch of stuff and in the editing process, I'm able to like tell a story. I try to plan out as much as possible. Here the way I plan is it's it's very it's it's very vague planning. For example, when I'm filming a video or a podcast, I'm not planning out the things I'm trying to say. I just want to make sure like for example, on if I was doing a podcast, I would I would have things written down on 
on topics I would just want to touch on depending on who the person is that I'm I'm talking with because I just like everything that's just natural. Same with the videos. I'm not planning anything out. I'm just kind of, if I was doing a tutorial, I would have all the things planned out that I would want to touch on and then just let it go from there. That way things aren't too robotic. I just don't like when things are too robotic. And that even when I was in like school, I first started doing this. Like if I was going to do like a, a, a presentation or some shit and I was horrible at talking at the time, I would just kind of write down words or things that I could come back to or things that I needed to talk about. But I wouldn't, you'd see some people and it's just the entire thing they want to say just written down. So I like to have some freedom when it comes to everything. And I just want to get good enough at stuff that I could just, oh, so this person's about to walk in the room, let's do a podcast and just bang, just do the whole thing. Same with everything. I just want to, that's that's the way I like to think. But I think just, just doing and just throwing stuff out and seeing what works, that's, do that as much as possible. And you'll just, I don't know, I just love that shit. Video version. All right, this next one is from Maxim Boot. M A X A M B E U B E A U L T. Boot. Let's listen to it. Yo, Kyle, I gotta ask one thing. If you could change one thing about the music industry right now, what would you change? More like producer side. Peace out. I don't know, man. I don't know what I would. I don't really mess with the industry industry stuff but obviously i'm in the music industry if you would if i'm filling out my taxes and <laughs> what industry are you in oh you know what i would change dude this is what i would change i would i would have it so this sort of kid don't sponsor me but i'm always shouting them out um i would i would have so everyone has to use a system similar to district kid so on fuck they don't sponsor me you guys need to sponsor me. Come on, I'm sh always shouting you guys out on DistroKid. When you when you collaborate with someone like this, th for the songs that I have, the "I'm Here" song, it was produced by me, or it was produced by Cody, Kyle Stemberger, and me. I added some shit on there. When when I was doing on all the splits, you can just do it on DistroKid, so that usually the way it works with a label, or even if you are an independent artist, say I'm an independent artist, I put out a song. I'm just an artist. I'm not a producer. I I grab you and this other producer you guys collab on a beat you send it to me i'm the last person that touches it so i'm putting out the song usually the way it works with like TuneCore and all these other and all these other distribution things is all the money just goes to me and it's the the way that the way that you get paid through streaming and all that stuff is so delayed and obviously spotify is usually the thing people are getting paid the most for they don't pay out the most percentage wise but it's usually how you make the most money because everyone's on spotify and they pay really well you get the money like three months delayed about you'd get the money about three months delayed and then from there it comes down it's it's a lot of work like if you had like 20 to 30 songs and you have all these different producers on the tracks it is a lot of work to go through each one of these tracks figure out who's doing it it's a lot of work just to lose just to send away money and that's why a lot of artists and labels don't even get to it because you're putting in all this little bits of work to figure out percentages of this writer and this producer just to send the money off somewhere else um so that that's why it takes a lot the thing i would change is i would have to have it so every fucking person when they're submitting a song for streaming would have to 
ma- manually enter the splits like how like how DistroKid does, or even like BeatStars. Like if, if you guys have ever sold a beat and you split it with someone 50-50 and they sold it on their website, you get paid immediately the second it gets sold. Like that's what Spotify, that's what you do on Spotify. Um, I have some like with independent artists that I produce a beat for them. This, it's Yeah, it's three months delayed, but the second you get paid on Spotify, it gives me that 50% split directly to my distribute account, and it's just sitting in there. I don't have to hit up these artists. That's why... Like if someone doesn't have DistroKid or doesn't do it like that, I just sell them the exclusive because I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. There's no. There's no point. It's a waste of time. That's what I would change. And I thought I was about to say nothing, but I would change that. And I think like what what was the word Russ used in that interview? Retroactive. Retroactive. Is that the word? Is that the right word? Uh, in the interview with Joe Budden saying that um, streaming people need to be paying. Like, for example, YouTube pays AdSense money at the end of every single month. Um, and he was saying Spotify and all that stuff needs to do that too. They just need to pay pay you the next month instead of waiting three months, uh, which is completely understand. I just got paid for my streaming on Spotify this past month from like May, which is like, that's how it works. It's three months. That's what I would change. All right, next one is from Bobo underscore prod. Okay, my question for the podcast is, which producer do you think is better? Zaytoven or Scott Storch? Zaytoven or Scott Storch? First of all, I always say this. I don't think you can say anyone's better. But who do I like more as producer? I was definitely influenced coming up more as a producer by Scott Storch. Like I definitely watched a lot of Scott Storch, just like old, horrible quality, just like studio videos of him making beats. So I definitely got influenced. My first beats were all using those little, uh, the fucking, the wheel on on the the MIDI keyboard. I would always just use the wheel and just, just every single one of my melodies. Um, and then I stopped doing that because Scott Storch used to always do that with like his strings and stuff. So I was definitely more influenced by him coming up. But dude, Zaytoven's so far, dude. Like that, that like, he created a sound. Like he literally like created a sound and that's just like, I think he's so influential in the way music is today. Like Zaytoven is such a huge part of why music even sounds the way it does today. Is that, just that style that he had. He literally just has his own sound. It's just like the hard, simple, drums banging 808s and then just like the beautiful keys that he plays like every time he plays every time he he always just adds drums first like that's crazy he just adds drums 808s kicks hi-hat claps snare and then just goes in the keys and just plays something beautiful and then the organ it's just it just all comes together um i can't answer that dude they both they both are definitely influential in their own their own ways all right this next one is from xv underscore beats zw what's up Carl? i go by three xv beats on instagram uh, i have a few questions like how do you how did you go about with the numbers how did you like pop out of youtube how did you like get viewers that big yeah that's my question how did i go about the numbers and get viewers get that many people watching my videos putting out content was the way I did it. This YouTube channel was the way I really like got everything out there. Like obviously I was doing the thing on Instagram, but I even the video I posted two videos ago, why your beats aren't selling. I put a little like clip from 2017 
of me when I was just posting beats. You could see I had like 1200 subscribers and then my videos were just getting like a couple hundred views every single video. But it just comes down to like putting your, putting, when I started putting myself on camera more, it allowed people to like connect to something. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was a lot, I, I, I didn't succeed when I was just posting beats on YouTube. It just didn't work for me. But when I started putting my, my myself on camera and using my camera skills and using my vlogging skills and, and just putting my personality out there more, that's what brought the subscribers in along with the cool videos. So it's just posting content. That's it. And it just, the thing is, it takes a lot longer. That's why I started with just trying to sell beats to people because it was just something that just had a direct, it had direct payment. <laughs> like you just hit someone up. Obviously not the first person you hit up is going to want to buy your beat, but I was just hitting up as many people as possible and you could just get paid that same day. Like when you post content, it's more of like a longer term commitment. So it's, it's harder to do from the start. I started with just posting videos and I was like, this is cool. Like I'm getting people to say this is dope, but it's not, it's not bringing me money. <laughs> and, then I, and then once I had the stream of income just from selling beats, then I was able to more comfortably post videos and not worry about trying to do anything with the brand and just build this brand. Um, but yeah, posting content, like who, what are, what are people, how are you going to build a following if nothing's there? It's like the biggest, I've, I posted this on Twitter. I've posted this everywhere when people DM me and say, Hey, how do I get a bigger following? And I go to their page and there's like two posts. One of them is like a picture of their dog. And the other one is a, a beat coming out of their laptop speakers filmed on their phone. And it's like, dude, I can't even, I can barely even hear this. So it, you have to like really evaluate if you're asking yourself, how do I build my following? And you're about go evaluate your channel, evaluate your Instagram, your wherever you're trying to get followers and be like, if I was some random person, would I go to this page and actually watch these videos? I think that's a good thing that I started doing was really evaluating the way, I, like I love watching YouTube videos. Obviously everyone's on Instagram and, and Twitter. You, you have to look at the way you use these platforms and be like, all right, if I came across my channel, how am I, would I, would I click on their page? Would I like this video on Instagram? Would I leave a comment? Would I actually watch this? Would I click on the video? Would I subscribe or whatever? This one is from C Nueva underscore. I think he's from Yo, what's good? I know you play football or soccer. I just want to know what what's your position, man? Because I love football and it's one of my passions. So, and you obviously you're one of my favorite producers. So, what position did you play? And uh, yeah, great question. Um, I played center mid, so I ran a lot. <laughs> I was pretty in shape when I when I was. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually more in shape now. I've been running like three miles a day. I'm in bed. I I think I would do better at soccer right now if I went and played again in college than I did in college. Just because I feel like my my mindset towards my mindset is a lot better because I feel like I was worried more about fucking up than I was about actually doing something. Because over time, you mature and you, I don't know. I'm just constantly trying to get better. And I feel like my, my mindset is better. And just, I've been, I don't know. I feel like I would just do better now. But I did play center midfield, just like a holding center midfielder. All right, this next one is from T. Chauffeur. 
t.chauffeur. Hey Kyle, I love the podcast. I was wondering what's the best way to bring up an artist or a band as a producer, making music for them and promoting them. The best way to bring up an artist or a band. I think building a relation, I think you have to, as I work on building teams, like I'm building a team for my music videos right now, I've been slowly just kind of building relationships here and there for people that can work with me doing things and like I am really bad at just like, I'm good at collaboration but when it comes to my thing, I I need to work on my collaboration because, because I'm so obsessive over like how things look and, and control and stuff like that. So I think building a good relationship with someone is 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 the start you have to even if they're not the best whether it's a rapper or you said a band even if it's not the greatest artist on earth but they just have some potential and you have a great relationship i think that's the first thing you need to do and then obviously make great music if there's no products you can't do anything with it so you have to work on the music first like i was working on putting vocals over my songs for a year before i was confident enough to put one out just because i needed to practice behind the scenes first even though i showed some in the vlogs and then from there just getting it all out like it takes two seconds to upload things to DistroKid and, and oh, fuck DistroKid, pay me uh it takes two seconds just to get things on spotify and apple music i don't know man i don't know how i would promote my music without this fan base that i have without you guys that i have right now like it would be hard to just put out music without anyone even following it i think just put out as much as possible and just try to get it to people i think too if you if you're making really good music hit up the hit up the youtube pages and just 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 try to get it in pe people's hands like influencers like that need every don't track your royalties down on, on youtube don't track anything down and just get the music in the hands of like youtube vloggers that need royalty free music um that's a big thing that i would do and just slow like that grind is it's like the youtube grind it's just a slow roll you're not going to see any returns at the beginning but eventually the payoff is huge so that's what i would do those are my tips so next another song qki beats to me let's hear yo kai uh, what is it? Oh. uh can we expect the whole album from you peace can we expect a whole album from me eventually I, I, I would like to put out an album but right now at this moment it doesn't make sense I want to just keep putting out singles like I, I just got started I don't think an album would be worth it for me right now I don't think it just I don't think it would be worth it I think I'm just gonna keep putting out singles for now try to get music videos for as many of them that make sense i'm getting a lot better at planning all that stuff out it's just it's just a work in progress just um just trying to just do all that but eventually yeah eventually once i get to once i really build like the spotify and get like i don't know like 20 more songs you know what i mean i need more songs i just need to pump songs out right now so i'm not even thinking about that but a hundred percent I'll have like a debuted album that I put out um, and that would be dope just to, it would be so fun to just package something like that together and promote it but next one all right this next one is from Holy Waters Music let's hear it Holy Waters Music I was just wondering if you touch up in your next podcast on uh, what loving music means to you being in a studio producing engineering every single day on a day to day basis back to back what it means to you 
what loving music means to me. I mean, music was, I've, I've said this before, I've said this a few times, but music and making beats was the thing that I just kept coming back to. I've tried many things creatively. I feel like I consider myself a creative entrepreneur. Um, I don't think I could just run. I'm not like an entrepreneur that could live my whole life just like building up a company and having a hundred employees that I'm managing every day and I'm like the CEO of a company. That's not the type of entrepreneur I am. I do like to sell things. Like it was fun when I was trying stuff on Amazon and eBay and just trying to buy random things and sell it. When I was in high school, even like when I was in high school, a freshman in high school, this is like 2007 was my freshman year in high school, which is crazy. Xbox 360 was out. It's been, it was out for a little bit at this point. And it was when all the Xboxes started getting messed up and started getting the ring of death, which was like the three rings. So when you buy an Xbox, it had like a standard three-year warranty, no matter what. You didn't have to buy anything. It's just like the second you buy it from wherever, like a an actual retailer, it had a one-year or three-year like guaranteed warranty. So when all these Xboxes started getting fucked up, I mine got fucked up. So I looked it up, and I was like, damn, it's already been like a year or, or whatever. Like, is this still good? And then I looked it up online or whatever. I Googled it. I was, it, it said, oh, every single Xbox has this three-year warranty no matter what. So I sent my Xbox in, got it back, fixed, perfect. And I was like, hold up. I started going to Craigslist and I started going to my, I started with my friend in, in high school. I bought his Xbox off of him for like a cheaper price for like 50. They were like 200 bucks at the time or 300 bucks. I bought it for like 50 off of him because he just didn't want to deal with it. He got the ring of death and then I sent it into Microsoft and it took like two, three weeks to get back. And then I sold it for like 150. So I made $100. So like I've always been an entrepreneur, but I know that it has to be in a creative space. I do videos. Obviously, that's that's a that's a love I have. I've made like apps. I've made like two games at this point. Actually, I've made like two app games. Only one of them actually went out. Uh, just because I had enough money money at the time to fund the other one. Websites, like a lot of you guys know, I do a lot of creative stuff. I cut my own hair. Like I consider myself a creative entrepreneur, but the thing I always kept coming back to was music. So like that's the thing that I think that fuels everything. So it just means everything to me. And I think when you sit there and you make a melody and you just let that melody loop or say you make a beat and just have it in the pattern and you're just like vibing out to it, letting it loop that's the brewing pot for everything like i started editing videos because i heard a song i really liked and i wanted to make a cristiano ronaldo mixtape or montage to that song so i would download a bunch of like games of ronaldo playing or highlights of ronaldo and put it together in the song and like when you see him like i was obsessed with soccer i was obsessed with music and i was putting together this video where he's doing this ronaldo was 18 years old at the time like i was putting together this video of him doing these crazy like tricks and stuff like this right when the music drops it just gave me goosebumps when you create something from nothing like this didn't exist before that's just a brewing pot for everything like i made a loop for this next song that i'm working on and, and i want to do a music video for I made a loop for it. I did a piano and I just put it in reverse and I was just sitting there just letting it loop. I put drums over it. I ended up recording vocals for it. From there, you put it in a video or this one didn't end up in a video or anything, but you, th the, the possibilities are endless. From there, I can make a music video out of it, out of it put it on Spotify. It, it could end like 
it all starts from letting something loop, in my opinion. That's where everything starts. People look at music like, oh, we got this great video. We need music for it. But if you really create something from scratch, I think it all starts with the loop. But all right, this next one is from Blind Producer. Blind underscore producer. Yeah, you probably going to ask this question all the time, but how do you stay motivated when um, you ain't got much motivation? One of the things that keeps me motivated when it comes to we'll we'll say it in a few different in a few different areas but one of the things that keeps me motivated for me right now if i'm feeling unmotivated i'll just open up fl studio and just like mess around with some stuff like if even if i open up keyscape or something and nothing comes out it's it's just all just garbage i'll just even just like grab a loop or something and just drag it out so it's super pitched down to match my unmotivated mood i'll reverse it so it's super just trippy and and pitched down and just put some drums over it and and even if nothing comes out of it like usually something right now i'll go to fl studio and it will just wake me up um i think i think just there's nothing i just i just think that there's nothing else that what what else am i gonna do like the thing that I want to do is is to keep growing. I was thinking about this earlier today. Like if you are playing, like I just want to keep growing. I just want to keep going. I want to be an artist. I want to be Kyle Beats. I want to have this company. I want to have this. I want to have the YouTube vlog. I want to be doing shows. I want to impact people's lives. I just want to keep growing and building them. That's like the natural things that humans want to do if you got dropped in the wilderness in the year 6000 bc i don't know that's that's crazy what am i what am i talking about just like a random you got dropped to a random time in the middle of middle of the wilderness the first thing you're going to do is find some fresh water right the first thing you do is find a fresh water source because water is the first thing you need to survive pretty much next thing you're going to do is find shelter and then you're going to once you get the shelter and you get the fresh water, you're going to go try to find food. So you're probably going to hunt or depending on where you are, find some sort of food that you can survive off. Maybe fish if you're on a desert island. From there, you're going to build your shelter even more. And you're just going to keep building and building and building until in four thousand, a thousand years, you have New York City with skyscrapers and fucking self-driving cars. Like people are just going to keep building. Um... So I always think about where I want to go with my life. And I think a thing that keeps me motivated is to like, eventually one day you're going to be, hopefully you make it to this point. Hopefully you make it to the point where you're 96 years old and you're just laying there on the couch. I'm not going to be the one saying, even if I, if I don't have Alzheimer's or some crazy shit, like I'm not going to be the one sitting, laying there in my deathbed, just being like, damn, I wish I, I wish I tried that thing. I wish I, I wish I did this. Like I'm fucking here right now. (laughs) So I'm going to try the thing. I always think about when I play video games, I talk about Far Cry three. That's like one of the best video games I've played the past like five years. When I got to the end of that game and I owned all three of the islands and there wasn't a single bad guy on the islands at all, there was nothing left to do. So this 
process of trying to get it is like the adventure. I don't know. There was just something in me that just kept me going, man. Like I, this is the thing I always say, no matter how bad I fuck up with, with what I'm trying to do tomorrow, I'll be back trying again there's just something in me that's just i'm not the hardest worker i mean i've i think i've instilled hard work but i'm i was i haven't always been the hardest worker my whole life feel like something that i am is just like a, a dreamer like i'm constantly just like thinking about the what if and like i just don't want to live the same normal life as everyone else i just want to try to do something cool and that's it that's what casey motivated all right this next one is by purdue dot Purdue, P-R-O-D dot Dylan underscore. How long did it take you to sell your first beat? You know what's funny, actually? <laughs> uh, so, like, I want to say in 2015, right? 2015. This is before, for all of you that know the story from my podcast. It's before I moved to Florida, before I even started taking it seriously. I, was, I told you guys I was making beats for, like, three years on and off. The day... I, I leased a beat on PayPal to some kid that hit me up. Um, I don't know how the hell he found me, but he hit me up and found me somehow. And I just leased a random beat through PayPal. Just an MP3 lease. Literally $10 is what I sold it for. Sold the MP3 lease for. So that was technically the first beat I leased. So I guess it took a couple years of just messing around. I wasn't taking it seriously. I didn't think you could do anything with it. I was just making beats in my dorm and then at home for like a couple years, just making trash beats for two years. And it was like the first decent beat I made. Actually, it was it was the first beat I made where I was like, holy shit, maybe like I'm actually good at this. Maybe these aren't all just garbage. <laughs> and I was starting to figure it out a little bit. Um, at least that one. But what's funny is the day I joined my flash store, which is now called Airbit, um, the next morning, this is such a coincidence. The next morning I woke up and I sold like five leases that night while I was sleeping. And I woke up the next morning and, and made like $50 and I was tweaking out at the time because $50 at the time even though even though I was what like 22 years old 50 dollars off of selling beats was like the craziest shit ever to me um but it wasn't until I started taking it like serious that I started selling beats so it definitely takes a year or two to it it takes some time depending on how hard you work to make something that someone is actually going to spend money for because they actually want to make a song out of it so however long it takes is how long it's going to take to actually maybe sell one. But to consistently sell, it takes some time to figure that out. But next one is by so next one is by Seth the Poet 480. So Kyle, I'm just starting a YouTube channel. Planning on doing 20 videos, 20 beats, 20 songs, all in one month, plus or minus a few. Uh, do you think that's ambitious to start a YouTube channel again or not? I think what you should try to do is just start with putting out like a video a week <laughs> or like even if you were like i'm gonna put one out every single day just set a goal don't say i'm gonna put out 20 if you're gonna put out 20 every month that's okay but i think set it set it more specifically like i'm gonna put one out every day every every three days every four days every 
every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every whatever. Set a goal f- for yourself that, and you might have to adjust it. You might be like, oh shit, I don't, I, I can put one out every other day or I can put two out every week or I can put out more than what I thought or this is too much. I have to put out less depending on whatever it depends on. I wanted to put a video out every single day and then I was like, this is like too much. It's like way too robotic. There's so much stuff. It's way too much. I can't do this right now. So I just committed to putting one out every other day. Cause like, here's the thing. What's better putting out a video every week, putting out one video every week for two years or putting out 20 videos for a month and a half, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or for, for a month and then halfway through the second month you stop. The thing is, the biggest thing is consistency. Set a goal for yourself. I'm going to, I'm going to do this many videos a week. I'm going to do this many videos a month, but you had the, the key is to stay consistent to that goal. Um, or else you're at nothing. Like there's no point. It's just going to, with the internet, the way it is, it's going to completely die out. If I just stop posting everything a year from now, who the fuck is Kyle Beats? I'd never heard of him. So that's the way the internet works. So it's about consistency. And when you're consistent, your skills get a lot better. My beats have gotten so much better. My videos have gotten better. My on camera fucking personality has gotten a lot better. So next one's from Zaya underscore beats. I think I did this backwards. So let's. Let's hear it again. Next one is Zaya underscore beats. Yo, Kyle, what's your favorite book or piece of self-help content that you've read or um, absorbed? And how does it help you with your music production? I think one of the biggest things that impacted me was or my mom sent me this like motivational video when I was in like college or something. I was like a freshman or sophomore in college and it was the video started off with the classic clip of Jim Carrey saying, I wrote myself a check for $10 million. And then I think I made $10 million on mm, Dumb and Dumber or whatever, like a year later or something like that. And whatever it was about that video, it was like a montage of all these motivational people talking about stuff. The dude that wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I didn't know who any of these people were at the time. Donald Trump before he became president and people actually liked him. (laughs) And it was just all these motivational people giving motivational speeches and just saying that you can do anything essentially saying that if you put your mind to something Jim Carrey was saying how his father could have been a great comedian but because he was too afraid of not succeeding he didn't go for it and then he got fired from his his accounting job and they had to struggle and what what did he say he was like if you can fail at something you don't want to do why not try to, to, to do something that you love. I just went down a fucking rabbit hole until I still watch them to this day just because I fucking love them. Not because I need motivation, but just because I fucking, I just love hearing those speeches. And when I, and something clicked like a year later, I was like, all right, if Will Smith and Jim Carrey are telling me to go after the thing that I think I can be good at, go after trying to be my own boss and be an entrepreneur, I'm so familiar with the internet at the time, which was just websites. There's no apps. iPhones were not, they were a thing, but no, it wasn't like today where everyone just has one. People had flip phones and all this shit. 
but I knew about the internet. I knew people were making money on eBay. I knew people were making money on the internet just sitting from home. So I, I just, I was like, man, you can just be your, there's a way to make money without doing these stupid jobs. It's like, who am I going to listen to? My fucking teacher that's telling me one thing. My parents, this fucking kid in my, in one of my classes saying that he wants to get a job to have health insurance or, or am I going to listen to fucking Jim Carrey and Will Smith successful millionaires and everybody looks up to them like who who am i going to listen to you know what i mean to me they had more they had more credibility to me so i listened to them and then i went down a rabbit hole of just so many other people i mean now this this content is everywhere you can listen to a gary v podcast for a week and be like all right i know what i'm doing with my life like that shit didn't exist back then it was just kind of speeches and stuff it was it was like montages of collab it was like montages of of like these great people at like Stanford graduation speeches or whatever. Um, what was the question? So I, I don't really read a lot, but I don't think, I just think you need to put stuff in like that into your brain from like podcasts or, or listen. I just, when people don't get it and I can tell people that don't understand and they want more out of life and they don't want to work their stupid job. Literally what I tell them to do is go listen to Gary V. Like that's just what I tell them to do because it will just start to understand it more. And it's like anything. It just takes time to just get clarity um, and just get rid of fucking people that suck in your life and whatever. All right. The next one is from Benjamin underscore Meyer. Hey, what's up Kyle? So um, I just hit 100 subs on my channel, my YouTube channel. And, uh, I just want to know if you got any tips for like young producers like me to keep on uh, growing, how to how to progress with your channel and little tips and stuff. Just keep going, man. Just keep going. Something I always say is, what did I say? Getting your first thousand subscribers is harder than getting a hundred thousand, or getting. I think it was getting the first ten thousand is getting the first ten thousand subscribers is harder harder than getting a hundred thousand subscribers because it's like a snowball effect and that's why I, that's kind of like a reason why I work harder harder now than I ever did before because it's just like any one of these fuck this fucking podcast could just blow up or for some reason because of the title I put or something like or because of something maybe I say in this like anything you do can literally like at the point i'm at now like the possibilities are endless like someone could just aries put out the fucking carousel song after he was doing all this youtube shit and i forget what he he told he, t he explained it to me on the podcast i think but it got into a couple good playlists he got he found a good manager and got into a couple good playlists he had the whole youtube brand on lock all the initial fans going there and it just hit the right way. He made fucking good music, got to the right. It was like trending on the viral fucking top 50 or some shit. And now he's got a million monthly listeners. After all this time, he was trying to put out music videos for years and years and years and working on music and all this stuff. And then it just happened. So you just have to keep going and just keep just keep putting out stuff and keep getting better. Next one is from Miguel Moreno. How did you tell your parents that you want to be a music producer or a beat producer? Have you gone to music theory classes? Music theory classes? Nah, the... Got the internet. <laughs> nah, I just, I just learned everything just from, just from messing around FL Studio and just like the internet tutorials or whatever. The things that I make now is how I learned. 
how did I tell my parents? I, I just, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't really tell anyone. People, I think people still don't even understand what the hell I even do. And now, now with what I'm, with what I'm doing, I'm able to stay. My mom has cancer. For a lot of you guys know this, I'm able to stay home and help her when my sister has to go to work. And she, if I if I wasn't doing what I'm doing, I wouldn't be able to stay at home and have a studio in my house and a ton of other shit. So, f- f- like, dude forget anyone else fuck everything else like this is this is what i always said like my mom wanted me to get a job my mom wanted me to get health insurance just because she wanted me to be good just because they fucking care about you they're your parents when you grow up and have fucking kids i'm sure if i have fucking kids you're all gonna feel the same way i can't i can't even have someone it's hard for me to have someone else work on kyle beats let alone having a kid i'm gonna want to control everything that little little guy does or little girl does or whatever so they just want to look out for you but at the end of the day you have to look out for yourself because at the end of the day it's your life and that's it if i didn't do this producer stuff my mom would have had to go to a nursing home after her third surgery or whatever just because or my sister would have had to quit her job or some crazy shit would have had to happen it wouldn't have been able to it wouldn't have been like oh well kyle works from home so he can just stay here when nobody's at the house and he can take care of her for these days and now now she's able to be at home in her own house so at the end of the day you have to do what's best for you and fuck everyone else and the quicker you learn that the better off you are and it's it's a scary thing but that's it the thing i wish the most upon people is just clarity i think that's the thing i push the most and it's a word that I don't think a lot of people really talk about. And it's it's clarity that I've gotten over my life of just trusting my fucking gut, not doing the things people want me to do. And here I am doing what I want to do every single day. And literally just with the control, just going with my fucking gut. And just now I just have the control over my whole destiny. And it's all on me. And I can, I can fucking turn this off right now and just sleep for the rest of the day if I wanted to, which I'm not going to do. But you have to do what you want at the end of the day. And I hope I just want to help people get clarity in life. That's like a thing that I really see that people just don't have. They're kind of just like stuck in this thing where their subconscious knows what they want to do, but they're kind of just like fuzzy in the way they think because of the way that the people around them or just like society makes them think but yeah (coughs) hopefully my voice didn't crack too much during this that's the end of the podcast i hope you guys enjoyed it this was an amazing podcast today i will definitely be doing this again if you don't want to miss out on this make sure you go follow me at kyle beats because that's my new instagram username So go follow at Kyle Beats and uh, just fucking stay up to date with what I'm doing. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're watching, listening, or viewing. Thanks for watching, listening, or viewing. I appreciate it. Until the next one, I'll see you guys, hear you guys in the next one. Use the code KBPODCAST to get a discount on all my kits or beats on my website, kylebeats.com. Slash kits for kits, just kylebeats.com for beats. Until the next one, see ya in the next one.